Welcome to the Unlearning Patterns Podcast, a space to share the journey of growth with open conversations and vulnerability. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Tony. Well, welcome back, y'all, to another episode of the Unlearning Patterns podcast. You know, we are here. And yeah, tonight we just want to be able to kind of talk about our healing journey or one thing that, that we're healing from, um, you know, to kind of share with you all. And hopefully, you know, you all can, you know, relate somehow, some way. You know, if not, you know, just feel free to listen. So what is healing to you and what does that look like? I think a lot of people can, can interpret it as being sick for, or moving from sick to being well. And I, I guess, you know, that could be the case in some sense. But to me, healing is more of becoming whole or going into wholeness with yourself. And not saying that, you know, you were never whole prior or at any point in your lifetime. But I do feel like, you know, when you're healing from, you know, an event, traumatic event or, you know, depression or whatever the case may be, uh, psychologically, mentally, you know, and emotionally that you're healing from, you know, I, I feel like you're picking up the pieces to kind of, to kind of like fill, fill yourself back up in again, to make yourself that much more authentic, that much more whole to yourself. That's healing to me. And that's what it means to me. Do you kind of see it within the same light? One thing I would add is just unlearning those narratives that were taught to me from a very young age. When we're kids and then we grow up to be adults, I feel like we take on a lot of expectations from other people. And I feel like slowly over time, we become less of ourselves and more of what other people think that we should be. So I think healing is coming back home to yourself. I definitely agree with you. In a way, like, Taking full responsibility of your life, like reclaiming, I guess, parts of your life or, or yourself in general. Um, and really, like, you know, it's just exploring, you know, your own inner world. You know, this this healing path, this healing journey, as you know, you may you'll hear soon here from, you know, our, both of our experiences. You know, it's not an easy one. You know, it's a lot of lessons learned, a lot of experience gained, insights gained, but also a lot of like hardships all that thing that comes with it. And the thing with this healing journey, you know, that I'm starting to realize or that I'm yeah, that I'm realizing is that there is no ending. So it's always an ongoing thing, which kind of makes it a daunting task and maybe why people don't necessarily choose to like, you know, do this work, um, you know, because it's like, you know, I think we're just so used to receiving something once we get there or, or finishing something. And this is like a ongoing type of deal. I understand what you're saying, and I definitely have seen myself, like, get stuck in that of, like, this is a never-ending cycle, but it is also very empowering because I feel like once you start your healing journey, it's probably one of the first times you're choosing yourself, Um, and I think that's very empowering, and it's very courageous to start this journey because, for me, I feel like the early stages of healing is really painful and uncomfortable. Because it's so different, it's so foreign, you know, choosing yourself, especially if you have never chosen yourself before. I don't know. I just feel like Asian people in general are very like family oriented. So if you choose yourself to do something, um, sometimes our family thinks we're leaving them behind. But really, I feel like 
when we're healing, we're also healing our family too. So what is one thing that you're currently healing from? For me, what I'm healing from, um, which some of y'all already may heard it, you know, me mentioned it a little bit, a little bit, or from previous episodes, I don't know. But, you know, one, one thing I am healing from is from my depression. Um, now, again, it was never clinically diagnosed because I, I, at the time I never went to see a, a mental health therapist or anything. I just, you know, I webbed MD it pretty much, <laughs> you know, and then I was like, oh, shoot, like I, I'm hitting all, like majority of the signs, majority of the symptoms, if not all the symptoms of depression and stuff like that. And that was back in like 2019 when I realized that. Um, and so, um, yeah, no, that, that played a huge role into like a lot of things. And I didn't realize, I think the thing about that too is that I think I've been carrying that and I've been feeling like that way longer. I do know that, you know, kind of reflecting back upon like, you know, my internships and these things that I've been doing, it totally played a role in, into how I performed and how I was in relationships, you know, um, with, um, you know, friends, previous partners, wherever it is, you know, um, and all that. And so it wasn't until 2019 when I realized that, uh, that something could be going up. And, and you know, like I said, I webbed MD it. So it's self-diagnosed. Uh, from that point, I, I, I was like, you know, like I want to start healing and I want to not feel like this anymore. Pretty much I didn't know how to navigate that. But rather than just, I don't know, I don't want to feel like this. And I'm just going to start Googling shit. So I just Googled a lot of things of, you know, depression stuff and, you know, or like, you know, how do you get out of depression or whatever the case may be, you know, just, I needed like a, a starting point, a jump point. And so uh, I started doing that and, you know, I started learning about like a lot of like self-care stuff, me- like meditation for, for, for when I'm feeling kind of like anxious or depressed again and stuff like that. And so those are things I started off with and kind of played around with to kind of see what, what works, what didn't. And, and all that. And, and the thing about that is I didn't realize there's like this whole world, you know, like kind of beyond what I was doing at the time. Um, and I wasn't even scratching the surface of healing, but that was where my healing journey started. You know, honestly, quite frankly, like, you know, I feel the universe did something, right? Because I was really in this mode of trying to heal. And it wasn't until shortly I met Charlotte, you know, and she... You know what really intrigued me about her at the at the time and and whatnot was that she was very like emotionally like her emotional intelligence was pretty high, you know I mean higher than mine's at least you know when we were when we first met and started talking, and so that was was what really drew me into her and I was like, not even as a partner but as a friend I was like oh shoot like this could be somebody who like can try to help me navigate some of my you know feelings. What about me made you think that I was emotionally intelligent? Just from our conversations, like like we, we like when we first talk, obviously we talk about a lot of other superficial things within our you know first day meeting stuff like that. But then I remember like you were just talking to me about like you know like your trip, your solo trip to Portland, and then how you know like your I don't know if you you really said like you're healing from that or if you even used the word healing at all from when we first met. But then. Um, you were just talking about that, and then I remember we were texting a lot, and and you know you gave me a lot of like great insights upon how I was feeling at the time, things that you know I normally wouldn't wouldn't necessarily receive, you know, uh, and so I was just like, oh, like this is this is different, definitely, and you know at the, at the very least, you know, like you know I want to like be able to build some sort of relationship with you 
at the time I wasn't even thinking about like romantic relationship. I was just like, just need to build something with you so that we can like, you know, just so that you know I can bounce off ideas off you, and then you know if you, you know, need to bounce off some ideas off of me, you know, I I can provide something too, right? Um, but yeah, so that's so it wasn't until like when I like met you when everything kind of like really kicked off and ramped up because then I was like, okay, you know, like um, the other part too is that you know not only that you were able to help me uh, by like you know being like a sounding board for me, you were like inspiring in a way to me. Like I was inspired by your journey, seeing your your, your growth. And so that made me want to be like, okay, well, you know, like, I think I could do it too. I need to, you know, I think I can like, you know, achieve this or do this, this and that, you know, little did, did I know, you know, at that point in your life, you know, you're still trying to figure your shit out too. You know, I mean, we're all trying to figure our shit out every day, but then at, compared to now to then, like you were still like really trying to figure your shit out too. Uh, but then I didn't know that. Like to me, I was like, oh shit, she really got her shit figured out and like is going in line. So you know, I, I took that. I tried to mirror like some, uh, some of the things that you've been doing. You know, really ask you for you know, like, hey, like what's what's something that you know I can books or like things or articles or whatever it is that self help stuff that you've been kind of reading or that that you follow and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, from our conversations, you know, throughout the time when we were just kind of talking and all that stuff, uh, really kind of generated me to kind of really be take myself more seriously with this and so i think in a way i fell back down in a slump um you know because there was some some stuff that was kind of going on within my life it made me felt like you know the work i did previously like wasn't even work at all because mm -hmm. i literally went back down to like feeling like depressed everything else because so much shit externally was pretty much taking over me and i couldn't like and in a way, I felt like, you know, I, I wasn't able to, like, breathe and stuff like that. And so, yeah, no, like, I I really felt like I, I couldn't I couldn't go anymore. You know, kind of fast forward a little bit from, from that. You know, I was like, you know what, like, I got to really f remember, you know, the shit that I've been learning prior, you know. You know, because there, there was enough space and time to, for me to kind of, like, for everything to kind of, like, in a way, like, settle. Even though it wasn't really settled at the, at the moment in my life. You know, it was a little more settled to where I can, like, reflect and be like, okay, you know what? Like, I need to really, like, remember these tools that I had, right? The meditation stuff. If I'm feeling anxious today, I need to be able to, to go back and, like, do this five-minute meditation or this breathing exercise that, that I learned. Or, like I, like, I need a journal, right? My thoughts, my feelings, and, like, figure out what's going on. Um, also, you know, I need to, in a way, like, look for affirmations and, and validations, right? From, you know, those pages and stuff like that. You know, that gives you, like, you know, your validation, your affirmations. You know, just, just so that, you know, I can continue to keep building myself back up, you know, and, and I, I think I did enough of that to where, you know, things started picking back up again. Um, and then, you know, fast forward again, uh, you know, now, you know, me and you are in a relationship, right? In a way, when we were in a relationship, when we got into a relationship, like in a way, like at the very beginning, like I felt content of, I guess, where I was at when it comes to healing, especially from, you know, my uh, uh, depression. I, in a way, like stopped working on myself again or stopped the, the the healing journey being with you you really like put me in check in, in ways of that like you're like um you still gotta heal dude those reminders and those like you know like uh check check-ins and stuff like that like really made me think and really made me reevaluate and said you know like you know am i really healed like am i really content with where i'm at in life and you know and it wasn't until like um I think in the middle of the pandemic where I was like, you know what, like where I'm at in life right now, 
I'm not content with where with where I'm at, who I am, and I need to continue to keep growing, and I need to do things differently. I know the pandemic was not great for everyone, but in that moment, I was like, you know what? Since we're already kind of like away from everybody already, and kind of have to already quarantine, that I'm just gonna use this moment to like for real, for real, like just pull myself out and from like you know a lot of my social groups, and just really focus on like myself and and, and my healing. From from that point on to to here, to where I'm at now, so the middle of the pandemic to, to to now, the healing has been, the growth has been, like, tremendous. Obviously, it was not very easy. It's a lot of work. You know, I saw a mental health therapist. Um, you know, I, I added more, you know, tools to, to, to my belt of things that I need to do that works for me in different situations, different scenarios. It took a lot of work to get to where I'm at, and I know... The thing about it is it's kind of like, you know, when like, you know, your work, like, I think in a way I can get, I get why people who work out a lot loves working out. You know, it's hard in the beginning, you know, me like, you know, it's hard for me to get working out. You know, when people talk about, oh man, but like when you see the change, when you can look back and see the change, like you just keep wanting to keep going. And in a way that like, that's how I feel about my growth mm-hmm. and, and the healing is like, shit, this is hard. And especially at the beginning, it's just like, damn, this is a daunting task because like, you know, at the very beginning, like, I, I I had the mindset there is a there is a finish line. You know, there is an end goal, right? And so, like, it was very daunting. But then now kind of looking back to 2019, I can see the growth. It's really um, motivating to, to say, damn, like, I came a long way. Lots of ups, lots of downs throughout, you know, within that, what is it, like, two years, three years time span now? It's just like, okay, I know the road ahead is, like, a never-ending journey, but then again, I'm really excited to keep continuing to build on what I've built as the foundation. Yeah, no, that's just a little bit of my healing from about my uh, depression. The thing about my depression now is that it's like it's still here. I don't know if I can ever get rid of it. You know, I talked about this with with my therapist. You know, it's just one of those things where I feel like where I have to continue to keep building the tools I need to be able to to have those days where. You know, where that ball, you know, hits my button. I feel depressed, you know. and But then, you know, in order to have those tools so that, you know, I can fight back, you know. So having, you know, positive self-talk, right? Learning that and learning, you know, other things that, that, that I need to do, you know, when those moments comes. I don't feel how I felt in 20, like how I did in 2019. But there are moments where I feel like I would feel like that. But it's much in smaller increments. And much more manageable at this point in, in my life than it ever was in 2019 or, or in previous years to that, where I didn't know how to handle that or manage that. Yeah, I mean, that just because manage just because it's, it's manageable doesn't mean it's easy. Cause shit, like some days it'd be hard, and some days, you know, I just want to get, I just want to just get through the day, and that's all I can do. You know, not being productive at work, not being productive kind of anywhere else. But those days are okay, you know. I don't, I don't need to be productive every single day. There's just so much to healing and there's so much to the journey. Even within that two-year time span, like, I know I missed out on a lot of a lot of details, but then, you know, I just want to um, shut up for once and have uh, Charlotte tell her story as well, too. With that being said, what is one thing you're healing from? I think right now I would say that I'm healing from my lack of self-worth. From a really young age, I felt unworthy, unlovable. I always felt like people weren't going to stick around. 
And I told you this recently too that I feel like I'm going to end up alone. I don't feel like I'll have very many people around me. I started my journey like in 2021. I started taking my journey more seriously. And I think life coaching really helped me with that. Even though I was in life coaching, it took me a really long time to get to the root of my issues. There'll be sessions where I'm like, complaining about Tony and then I'll always remember this one session I always share with people because like this is what it is when you're in therapy or like life coaching and I shared with her I was like you know I've been thinking and I don't think it's Tony I think it's me I think there's something like within me and she was like Charlotte it's always been you and I remember I was like I gasped almost I was like what like she really called me out, but like that's how it works. I think because I don't have a lot of self-worth that I abandon myself and it's kind of crazy to me because that's my biggest fear is to be abandoned, yet I'm the one who will do it first just to feel a little bit of love from other people. One thing that has really helped me create a relationship with myself and build my self-worth is journaling. I journal every morning and in the beginning it was very hard for me to believe. Um, I felt like I was like lying to myself but now I'm to a point where like what I write I know those things are possible um, and I know those things are real and they are who I am. I'd say that journaling was probably my biggest thing and also meditation because I do have anxiety self-diagnosed as well well my mom's a therapist and she told me like Charlotte I don't know if you know this but you have anxiety so yeah kind of diagnosed but yeah I have anxiety I don't know how severe I would say it is but and honestly yeah I don't know because I thought everyone lived this way I was telling Tony that like I never knew there's another way to live your life I think meditation has really helped my anxiety has really like set my day I have to start my mornings with meditation. I feel like just having that time to myself to really like calm my mind before I start my day is really helpful. The biggest part of my journey has been learning that this lack of self-worth didn't start with me. I recently had a really meaningful conversation with my mom and she shared with me that she felt unworthy growing up. She's never shared that with me and I think there was never an opportunity for her but she had shared that with me and as I was listening to her I felt so much closer to her and I felt like I understood her more. Over the last week we've been really talking about it and now I can see I'm like I internalized that because seeing my mom give up herself for other people to make her family happy ultimately taught me like oh I need to do that too um, even though my mom never spoke it to me before this conversation I felt like oh my mom always knew her worth like my mom was strong um, not saying she wasn't those things but I guess it kind of like validated the things that were missing in myself my own issues with my self-worth like is there too but I know that like my mom had those issues and my grandma had those issues and it really makes me wonder like how many generations of women in my family have been suffering alone, feeling unworthy and it really makes me sad to think about but also it empowers me on my journey to continue because I feel like once I get to that 
well, I don't want to say once I get to because the journey is continuous, but I feel like every time I embody who I am and my worth, I am also like allowing like my ancestors to do the same as well. Like I'm living their dream. Since I made those connections, I'm not taking this for granted anymore. I'm a lot more intentional. I mean, a lot of my journey was me having to look within myself instead of other people to help me. It was when I started becoming more quiet and spending more time by myself or like with you and um, listening to podcasts and reading books. And I do have a big ego. I have a lot of pride. But it was when I took accountability. No one's making me feel small. I'm making myself feel small. Taking my power back and saying no, setting boundaries has been a big part of my healing. I, I still struggle every single day. Just like Tony, like no day is the same. And sometimes I feel like there'll be moments where I tell my life coach, I thought I was over this. Like I thought I was done. Like I thought I learned the skills, but the universe will always give us practice. We have to continue to keep practicing, you know, everything that we're learning, um, you know, because we were given those tools and, uh, you know, each and every day is different. We're good, good from this, you know, now, you know, like we're good. It's been like a week since I've felt this way you know and then like the next day is like boom it comes yeah healing is definitely something that is a continuous journey and it's a continuous battle but you know it's it's, it's one that you know i'm pretty sure you know both me and Shari can say you know it's one that you know we looked in we looked at it in the face and said you know like it's not going to defeat us we're going to reclaim ourselves, and you know and that's what you know i think we've been doing and like i said you've been a great example of that for me you know, considering, you know, I come from this community of men that don't get in touch with their emotional side of things. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's been a really great example. You've been a really great example to kind of model the things that I need to do in my life to, to get myself right. Yeah, so, you know, with, with that, you know, you hear both of our healing and parts of our healing journey, things that we're going through. There's obviously, there's many more things that we're both um, working through. You know, this this next question I want to ask is, how does this look like in our relationship? How do we support each other in our healing journey within our relationship? Like, to be honest, I don't feel like we are involved in each other's healing. I, I, I think we aren't, like, directly involved yeah. in each, each other's healing. But then I think we support each other definitely by being mindful of, of one another, allowing each other the space, right? Like, for example, like, you need to meditate in the morning and journal in the morning where you need, like, your alone time. So, for me, I know, okay, well, you know, like, at 7 o'clock, like, 7 o'clock till whenever you say you're done, whatever it is. Like, I know, okay, well, I'm not bothering you. So, you know, obviously that you're, you know, indirectly, like, kind of, like, supporting you. Be mindful of when, you know, of your, I mean, like, that, that's just how I, I see myself, like, in a way supporting you. Through it. I know I'm not, like, directly involved in your healing. You're not directly involved in mine. Um, but I think, in, like, indirectly, like, we support each other by, you know, just giving each other that that space. You know, the space to heal, space to grow. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, I'm having trouble thinking of how I support you because you don't really talk about your journey until we record an episode. Like, I feel like I'm very vocal about mine. I'm always sharing with you. And I know that that's just not something that you do. I think in the past, I would, like, try to push you more and ask you questions but now I just kind of wait until you're ready and I have to put down my ego as well because sometimes I'm like can you just talk to me about it 
um, after you trust that you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you'll ask for help. For me, yeah, like I am less vocal than you are about your healing. I think a lot of things is internal. Obviously, that still has to do with a lot of my, my upbringing, the things that I'm still dealing with. But more so, like, I, I think I appreciate that less invasive. I will, you know, let you know on my own terms and when I f- have the capacity to deal with it or to, to talk with you about it. And really just kind of dealing with it kind of on my own. This definitely kind of goes back to what I was saying like earlier. Like, it's still something that I'm, I'm unlearning and doing. You know, to me, I just feel like as an internal processor, like, that's, like, my, my space to, to where I, I really, I guess you could say, like, where I survive, but also thrive in as well, too. So it's it's, it's a really weird space, but then, like... It, it, but how do you know you're thriving if you don't talk about it? No, no, no. Well, well like, what, with, with what I'm dealing with, one of the things that I like to do is, is I like to, in, like, reflect on it and take it in, like, myself and filter the things out that I need to filter out. Before bringing it to you, I just feel like me internalizing things, like, it, it's it's not... Like, I use the word internalize, but, but not in, like, the negative way whatever it is but like it's just in a way for me to be able to process how i'm feeling my thoughts i can't necessarily process out loud with somebody uh out loud but then like initially i need things needs to go through internally and then they'll come out externally is what i'm trying to say still could be bad but you know like that's why we learn so what are we learning from this healing journey about ourselves um, so I found this post on Instagram and it's kind of what I'm learning. Um, her name is Erica Fraser on Instagram and she said, as long as you're choosing yourself, you'll be chosen. As long as you're listening to yourself, you'll be heard. As long as you're loving yourself, you'll be loved. As long as you're prioritizing yourself, you won't be forgotten. And I feel like that's what I'm learning because... In the past, I thought that I need to look externally for those things, but it is in those moments where I sit with my emotions and I validate myself that I feel way better than me venting to Tony and then him being like, yeah, that's right. Like, it's valid. I mean, when you do that, it is still helpful, but it is so much stronger when it comes from yourself for you to be like, this is my truth. But yeah, that's what I'm learning and like in terms of our relationship, I feel like I've been doing a lot better at separating um, my past traumas from our relationship because I think in the beginning I was projecting a lot of that. We always say this, but whenever you're working on yourself, it automatically makes your life better in other areas too. Definitely, like, the patience I have with myself, um, I'm learning how to give that back to you. What about you? I think for me, it, it's, it's about the same as yours. I just want to echo everything that you said, too. Um, because, yeah, it's, when you're healing, you know, you, when you start this journey, in some way, some fashion, some form, you're choosing yourself. One of the things that I've picked up, you know, with just this healing journey in general is just, like, boundaries saying no to things that I don't want to do that I don't want to do or nor do I have the capacity to do um, and showing up when, when when I can't show up you know and really honoring myself too leaving you know gatherings party whatever it is when I want to leave 
initially, you know, and it's just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm, I'm ready to go home. Rather than staying throughout the whole time, the whole course, and really feeling miserable. Pretty much, you know, just, just choosing myself is really what I've been learning. And it's really awkward at first. Or not awkward, but, like, really, it feels bad. It feels wrong. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it feels like, oh, man, like, I need to, you know, do this in order to prove to these people that they mean something to me that I love them or that I love them. But really, it's just like, when you're doing that, you're forfeiting yourself. And going on to our relationship, like, I, you know, with me being more emotionally in tune, like, it, it allows me to better understand you, but more so to be more empathetic towards you or show you more empathy. Because I remember initially when we first started, like, you always questioned my empathy. And, and I feel like I always had a little empathy. Like, I was always I was, I was empathetic in, in, in some way, some form, you know, maybe not the way how, you know, you liked it or that it is now. Um, but definitely now, like, I can see it be a little different to where, like, when you talk about things and stuff like that, where I can ask you questions to get a little bit more deeper insight. It's different. It feels weird. And and just like how you said, like, it's like, you know, once you start working yourself in all these things, like, you unlock all these. I feel like I've, I've unlocked all these skills that I can now use within our relationship. What is one thing that you're unlearning about healing? One that I used to do a lot, right, was... That I would do everything by my, by myself. And that showed up in many different ways in many different areas of my life. Um, when it comes to relationship-wise, it can come down to like the smallest thing of like cooking a meal. Where I was like, you know, fuck, I got it. At work, right, it could feel like, shit, like, I don't know how to do this, but fuck, like, they hired me, so I have to know how to do it. So I got it. One of the things that, that I'm, I'm, I'm learning to unlearn that. It's just to ask for help, when, especially when, when, I, when I don't have the capacity or when I don't know, uh, whatever the case may be, is, like, it's just to just ask, right? The worst thing somebody can say is no. I've seen that, you know, just from asking for help has really allowed me to grow. Like, I'm starting to see more doors, more opportunities, more things open up as I'm asking for help. What are you unlearning? I guess I am unlearning accountability. I think before I thought that only like one party holds the accountability. And I think that's where I went wrong and why I wasn't healing for so many years. But I think we also have to take accountability in our healing and how we contribute to situations. In the last year, I've done so much healing and growth. And I think it's because I took accountability of like, yeah, Charlotte, like, it was actually you who thought that you weren't worthy. Mm-hmm. It was actually you who thought that you weren't enough. And, like, the whole time you were, and, like, taking that accountability and seeing, like, what my bad habits were or, like, where I went wrong and, like, changing that has been really helpful. And also not waiting for the other party to take accountability either mm-hmm. because a lot of times you'll be waiting forever. Whether I was wrong or not, like, I can still take accountability for my stuff. Well, this was a pretty... I mean, I feel like healing is a pretty heavy topic. It is, it is. <laughs> healing is a heavy... a lot out of you. Healing is a heavy topic, and also it's... It can be a messy one. Maybe from hearing this episode, this episode, maybe you guys are like, damn, they're all over the place. But that's what healing <laughs> is. You know, like, like we both said, like, it's not a linear path you know, there's no end goal, or there's there's no finish line, but there's goals. You know, goals yeah. is to to just get better and be better each and every single day. I feel like.
the lows really make us appreciate those highs. If you look at my life coaching notes, I'm doing good, I'm learning, and then all of a sudden I'm like a hit rock bottom. And I feel hopeless and I feel like I unlearned everything, but that's not true. We're always going to have lows. I don't think the goal in life is to not have lows, but it should be um, building the skills of how to deal with them in, in a more healthy way. Um, and yeah, healing is messy, but it's also so beautiful. I think we could both say like within each other, like we see how like we carry ourselves differently and we have more capacity for the good things in our life. Because before I was healing, I didn't have any capacity for anything good. And you start looking at things that you used to do and you're like, damn, I don't want to do that no more. But you know, it's, it's all part of the journey. Just like almost anything in life, like the journey, when you, is, especially when you reflect back on it, the journey is the reward. The goal is to just become a better version of you for you at the end of the day not for anybody else but you just like how they say you know we only got ourselves so um, yes we are our longest relationship yep. do what you need to do in your best interest to um to heal yeah thank you all for listening to this episode um we wish you ease and gentleness as you continue on your healing journey and we hope to have many more conversations like this with you all we'll talk to you guys next time